It started a trend with the dropping off of the second of them, had become newsworthy. Unable now to disappoint his readers, he couldn't deviate. The last delivery had its elements of danger, but this one had gone wrong. Forced to detour around an accident, he'd followed a loaded truck through unfamiliar back streets because its driver appeared to know where he was going. He had, if he'd been on his way to Sydney or Geelong. They were now heading vaguely south on the Western Ring Road, a relatively new freeway, or new to him. It circled the western outskirts of the city, feeding traffic out to the Hume Freeway, to Tullamarine Airport and Geelong, and was carrying too much traffic tonight for his comfort. He'd done the other drop-offs on Sunday nights, during the dark hours before dawn, and rarely struck a lot of traffic. Truckies drove by night, and they liked this freeway. There was one in front, one behind. He eased back on the accelerator, eased back a little more before the truck passed. A sedan took its place. The hunters could have been out patrolling the freeways, and no doubt in unmarked vehicles. That sedan now tailgating him could have been one. He glanced at the speedo needle, then eased it back until it was brushing 55 miles an hour, which translated roughly to 90 k's. Not fast enough for the sedan. It left him for dead. On its way to Sydney? The road had many lanes. He was relieved when he saw a sign directing him to the Hume Freeway exit. He was familiar with that freeway, though not with this exit, and for a moment his concentration and both hands were required on the wheel. The old wagon didn't have the same road-holding ability as a modern car. And if this was the Hume Freeway, it wasn't the one he'd known. They fancied them up these days with tall noise barriers. Not an ideal place for his purpose, but all things pass, as did the noise barriers to his left. The speed limit was a hundred k's. He moved over to the left-hand lane, got his speedo needle sitting on sixty. Then, the road clear ahead and behind, he reached across the garbage bag to his passenger side door to release its catch. And more lights glinted in his rearview mirror, and to hell with the traffic. He was sweating, could feel it trickling. The protective clothing he wore allowed no perspiration to escape. Winter nights were better for the deliveries. Wet winter nights better still. One hand on the wheel, he adjusted his corner window, directing air to his face. Back when this old vehicle had come off the assembly line, air conditioning in cars was unheard of. The makers had done what they could to make the H.G. Holden driver-friendly. They'd put good motors in them, and as a modern sedan zoomed by, he considered putting his foot down and burning it off. He had the power to do it, though maybe not tonight. Didn't need to be pulled over for speeding. There'd be a break. There was always a break in traffic for those patient enough to wait for it. He'd wait his chance. Be lupine, the wily one, his every sense alert for the hunters. A heavily laden truck roared by and out of sight and the road his, he braked, just a little, just enough. Then reaching across the garbage bag, he opened the passenger door, and as it swung wide, he pushed. Memory in the release, the ache of that final letting go.
It passed, and quickly tonight. There was another bastard coming up on his tail. He grasped a nylon rope he detached to driver and passenger side armrests and yanked hard on it, needing to close that door and put distance between him and that truck's many lights. Too eager, the gloved hand gripping the wheel slipped, and the old wagon swerved hard to the right. Forgot the rope and the door, and, two hands gripping, his foot asking for power, the old girl corrected then replied to his foot's urging with a surge of power. She'd been built to fly, and with her door still swinging wide, she left that truck for dead.